Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. NFL football about to start. For us, it started last night with the Packers and Bears. We threw down our picks last week. But we're talking about betonline.ag. We are basically competing against other podcast hosts to see who can come up with all of the great picks. Who can pick the best teams, right? Who can pick the most wins? Is that what we're doing? Exactly. So each week we're going to pick five teams, just straight pick-ems. And there's going to be a $500 reward each week to give out to the winning listeners we for get each show. Not us. Our listeners are going to get it. Okay. And there's $5,000 season-long charity contest. Cool. Um, so listen, you can join the conversation on Twitter. You can go to hashtag Sportsnet Challenge. The NFL action is heating up. Week two, biggest matchups. Minnesota at Green Bay. Kansas City at Oakland. Seattle's at Pittsburgh. New Orleans at the Rams. Philly at Atlanta. I don't think there's really any of those games that we want to touch, but no. you can visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One, betonline.ag, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use the promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% sign-up bonus, okay? Here are our picks for this week. First one we're taking, Cardinals at the Ravens. We're going to pick the home team. Kyler Murray's a rookie quarterback. The 49ers are heading to Cincinnati. Going to take the 49ers on the road. The Patriots are heading to Miami. How do you go against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady? The Chiefs are going to Oakland. Too much drama in Oakland. We're taking the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes. And your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks are heading to Carolina. uh, And we're going to take the home team there. We're taking Carolina. Visit betonline.ag. And don't forget the promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% sign-up bonus. Betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind the scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. You're on. The red light is film filming is flashing on air is flashing right now. Jasmine Blaze joining me at the kitchen table. Literally. (sighs) Remember when it used to be? It's not the walk in kitchen. Now this is literally the kitchen table uh, where you're just back from the stove where you're cooking a recipe from Chrissy Teigen. You said I'm going to blow up my spot. But there's nothing. Listen, Chrissy no, Teigen, I'm sure, um, has some good recipes. Listen, she does. Uh, she did a couple. Like She's got a couple cookbooks or whatever. And she did a couple of Best story recipes, which I feel like story recipes are genius. I've done them before on my own stories. And like, they're just like, that's how you want to do a recipe. Like, this is what it looks like. This is what it sounds like. You only need five seconds of it. You don't need like a full on 45 minute tutorial, or at least I don't. Like, just, just show me what the yeah. carrots well, look like in long, the pan. You've long wanted to do the cookbook that's like that. Like, I so have. Like, step-by-step visual. Here's a pan. Yep. So you're, you're a fan of hands-in-pan cooking and stories. You should do more I of am. them on, the, on your own page. I will. You know, this week I Just, made um, chocolate chia pudding, and I'm making this carrot thing right now, and I was going to make a picadillo. So, like, yeah, I definitely could. Ooh. I have a couple re- recipes Are you using week. beef with the picadillo? No, because I'm vegetarian right now. So, so how are you making a picadillo without meat? Lentils. You're making a lentil picadillo. Yeah. See, I love puns. <laughs> Because in the, especially in the vegetarian world, like okay. puns just are magic, right? right. Because like picadillo traditionally is beef, made with beef. like ground beef or yeah. some sort of ground meat. Uh, but you're like, going to use lentils. It's going to be delicious. Mushrooms would have been an, another good option. Sure. 
Um, why can... are you vegetarian, by the way, this week? This, I haven't seen you in a couple of days, so this Listen. is kind of good. I'm doing an interview. Listen. With you. We went to Hawaii. This is how this, this, is how this story starts. Well, let me, let me backtrack it. We were on the whole life challenge where typically when I do that challenge, because it's cutting out a lot of other things, um, I tend to eat meat during that six-week you know, stint. Um, and we also were in Hawaii where you tend to cook red meat every night essentially <laughs> okay i mean i'm not i'm, I'm not, not vilifying I'm not you here the guilty yet. person on this too i know let's be honest i'm not I mean, we're traveling with other Steven. people so yeah we're traveling with other people but generally there is a ribeye steak on the menu every night usually prime uh, sure very expensive very, in Hawaii. very expensive non-hawaiian grown prime meat right. pretty yeah. expensive so anyway so um and then right when i got back from hawaii like literally like two days off the plane i had to go get blood work done and for like, you know, just normal blood worky stuff. And they tested my cholesterol. It was a little, it wasn't super high, but it was a little high. It was like right at like 202 or 203, which is like mm. 199 is like the limit of high. But so like I'm over the high limit, you know. So, but to me, I asked the doctor, I was like, so let me ask you something. If like you were say like in Hawaii eating red meat every <laughs> night, would that affect your <laughs> cholesterol number? And she was like, oh, for sure. Right. So, all that to say, I'm a vegetarian now for a little while. Okay. Well, listen, it feels like, though, you prompted a response from the doctor and sort of suggested that that could be what it is. But anyway. Possibly. She was not concerned um, about it at all. Which, to, uh, I don't know how cholesterol numbers go. I only know numbers when it comes to, like, temperature. So, like, I feel like that's a high sous vide bath number, even in, in Fahrenheit. For I sure, don't even know boiling. why you think they relate. They don't relate at all. Okay. But I'm saying, you're saying it's pretty, it's, it's on the edge. It's, it's on, on the edge. edge. It's like, you know. Well, it's I, like I'm a, proud of you for, I mean, you just took our kids to the, like, I'm proud of you for like doing the right things all the time and going to get checked out and yeah, you know, well, making sure that all your numbers line up. Your dermatologist up big, appointment is coming up. Thank you. I'll put it a on your calendar. big number and data guy. Uh, you know who, this is really probably not nice of me. You know who else might have high cholesterol? Who? Carl Ruiz. Oh, our episode today. Carl Ruiz is our episode today. And, Maybe. Uh, you, know, you don't know. Carl, go to the doctor. There are Just some people it. that can process the type of menu he eats and are okay with it. Like, you know, like but genetically. But he's an amazing chef. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. amazing chef, uh, you know, of Cuban descent who's running La Cubana I in love Cuban food. New York City. You, you mentioned Picadillo. I think right? that shows Picadillo's. up in the Cuban, Cuban lexicon. Yeah. Absolutely. The Cuban sandwich. Maybe the best sandwich of all time. Uh, but Carl Ruiz, he's a guy who I've wanted to bring on the podcast for a while. I've been tracking him. Yeah. Now I'm in I'm in massive fantasy football mode right now because football starts literally or just started this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording this actually a day before. But the technically, NFL it's starts, no, that's not true. The Bears started here. last night. Bears started last yeah. night. Absolutely, we're recording this yeah. on a Friday. Um, but I've been tracking him like a hot waiver wire pickup in fantasy football. Okay. You're looking at his stats because remember, it was probably a year and a half ago, two years ago, where I was like first ran into Carl and I was like, check this guy's Instagram page out. Sabor Chef right. is his handle. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. We talk about him on the pod every once in a while. But there's something about him that I, I just I, I pass out the respect when <laughs> I see it. And you know, sometimes it's on the cooking side, sometimes it's the personality side. I'm gonna Go be ahead. honest, when I first checked out his Instagram, I kinda thought it was like one of those Jacques Lemaire sites. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, so Jacques so, old like uh, like a basically a parody. Comedy yes, side. exactly. <laughs> like I thought it was like I thought he was joking. I thought he was playing a character. Maybe he is. I don't know. You have mm. to tell me. I don't think. But he like, is. Yeah. but like I thought it was like, oh, this is a joke. This is, this yeah. is a joke. <laughs> yeah. He's or or he's like Joaquin Phoenix, and right. he's like really playing deep, all deep, of us. Deep right dive. Now. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. But there's a there's a and and the word is going to come up. It comes up on the pod uh, frequently. Authenticity mm, yeah. is really what rings true with Carl Ruiz, and it's not 
um, uh, it, it, there's, there's obviously a connection there too. You know who else is really authentic? Guy Fieri, mm. who is He's really kind of how Carl how came met? up in the game. Yeah, so Carl is sort of Guy's boy. I don't know their story uh, you know, too deep, so I don't want to speculate. Um, but like that's sort of how I was introduced to Carl, certainly mm. on Guy's Grocery Games. Right, right, right. And what Guy does great is like he's Guy. And like that's why people love him because he is who he is. And that's why people love Carl Ruiz because he, he is who he is. He's yeah. living his best life, which he calls hashtag Ruizing. That's right. Which may come up later in the podcast. That's right. Um, but really what it is is uh, he's also swimming against the grain here, right? Yeah. We talk, what, every week I swear like I talk about – you know, my yeah. marathoning or my about fitness. Chefs get in and shape. Chefs putting away that lifestyle of hard living, hard drinking, eating, you know, fistfuls of mashed potatoes and mm. just living that life. And, and chefs every day, it feels like, are letting that, letting that down, you know, putting that down and picking up a green smoothie and going for their first run in 15 years. Yeah. And Carl has said, you know what? No. Yes. <laughs> this he is not doubled me. down. He on... doubles down, literally doubles down on another uh, round of whiskey. Uh, live streaming at 2 a.m. dancing in some dive bar in New Jersey, eating center cut prime rib and or fast food. And the fact is we all, you know, as chefs, especially like with the fast food and just eating really delicious food that, you know, might not be the best for you all the time. It's just incredibly authentic. And like, especially Mm. at this time, there's just something about that that is refreshing. If not as a friend, like, hey, you know, Carl, you know, a green vegetable might be nice too. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what I find most intriguing about him. And the more I've got to know him, just the more I've been sort of... Yeah. I mean, I kind of have like a a secret like yearning to eat like he eats. (laughs) Like... We all do. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Everything, everybody has that like little carnal junk food kid like hiding inside of them. And like I, I said it to you earlier today, like I hope I'm not on my deathbed like wishing I had eaten more, you know, double cheeseburgers and like stuff like that like what fills his instagram feed because it looks delicious mm, mm. deathbed ruizing could <laughs> would be epic by the way yeah um but you also something just came up you just mentioned something and i can't let this slide because it's kind of mm. hot news you mentioned fistful of mashed potatoes oh yeah which is the line from marco oh, Pierre yeah. oh yeah who you know i know this story raked over the coals last week for First of all, I, I, I didn't follow where, this. Story. I don't even know where is he to, now. Like he's yeah, he's, he's still uh, running a restaurant one of somewhere. Greatest like, historical chefs, and we mention him on the. I swear, but is like, he, almost every episode is he a working chef still right he's, now? He's, I mean, he's got you know what I think. I know he's got a steakhouse in uh, Stamford Bridge. He's, okay. he's he's got a steakhouse in yeah. Chelsea's home headquarters. I mean, listen, this is a chef who's incredibly popular. Do I know how many restaurants he has? No, but his name is associated with dozens yeah. of restaurants still. Um, and he came out in some interview after doing a demo or something and basically said oh, that women can't be chefs yeah. sh- aren't, aren't, or are too emotional to be women chefs, are too right? emotional and too to fragile chefs. to work in a kitchen or something and along those lines. Like, you know, I'm Oof. one of these people who, you know, even politically tries to like take a hot step back, take a deep breath and like, Hey, maybe this is taken out of context, but I, no, no, yeah, I don't think there's like, anything there. This was just like the worst. And also like, it's just one of those things like, dude, I've been talking about like that line, eat a, uh, eat yeah, a yeah, yeah, fistful yeah. of mashed potatoes. At the end of the day, it's just cooking all of these things well, that are a, from that book, why yeah. heat that now, like, I just feel like embarrassed. Well, you know? but yeah, but you can't, I mean, you couldn't have known. I mean, he, you, you know, he's a hero to many. Many, 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 many. I mean, our true cooks friends, right? Like, oh, I, mean, I mean, all these. I mean, all I, I, these people. Listen, you know? I, I give a lot of props to a lot of our friends who came out online. Yeah. You know, I, 
a lot of our friends, uh, who, I can't, one's not coming to mind right now, but uh, Claudette Wilkins Cepeda. Claudette Wilkins Cepeda. Uh, I think uh, uh, Melissa King, maybe. Melissa or, King. Yeah, someone um, like people that. People who came out and just yeah. were like, hey, I used to like you. So, like, yeah, yeah that's what happens. Like, yeah. I mean, it not only was like the emotional thing, but I think he said something like, you know, yeah. they got to carry hot. They had they have to carry heavy pots. Yeah, it was it, it was really it was like some like you know like when your grandpa sometimes like says something that you're like oh jeez grandpa like you can't talk like that anymore like like you right. can't say that kind of stuff like it's just it, it almost wrong of like senility and like just I don't know yeah it's bad and, and real it's bad not bad comedy. show and it's not comedy right oh. it's not like your old great grandfather no. who's saying has he come back has he like I don't know retracted? I haven't followed the story posted, I haven't either but yeah. I couldn't I couldn't let that slide a little yeah, bit of little bit of news. No more talking about Marco Pierre White on this podcast. Not, not for a while, at least until Band. he issues an apology. Like 86. Antonio Brown issued an apology. Supposedly, I haven't seen it today. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm in big football mode, guys. Um, but Carl Ruiz living his best life. Um, and, and you I, were on like a jet plane all over the place. So you, I don't even know where you ran into Carl Ruiz in New Jersey, I assume. New York, New Jersey. No, so, New York. So, okay. his, so La Cubana is in Chelsea Market, literally right next door. To Food Network headquarters, sweet. Also, oh, MLB that's convenient. headquarters. Yeah, that's convenient. Um, so, I mean, that comes up a little bit on the pod. Does, does, he, is that does he? Does he have a project coming up, or is he doing any individual stuff with with Old Food uh, Network? You know, I mean, I, I will say one of the great things about sitting down with him was getting into the anxiety that we all have mm, about TV. Uh, Triple G family, basically. Uh, so, like, oh yeah, you, know, you guys do. You guys are like, got, you guys are like worried. a family of like twenty kids, and like all the kids are like, oh god, my dad doesn't like me anymore yeah. well like especially me like i disappeared yeah. for a summer uh, yeah. so, you know yeah. um but yeah everyone's like oh when, when you know filming's happening right now how many episodes are you going to get when are you going to get it who are you going to be filming with are you even going to be invited back mm. and it was really refreshing to sit down with carl who again is sort of you know carl does carl yeah but we all have that anxiety mm. that Good. like you know yeah. we're not we're not going to be in the king's court you know sure. for, for the season or whatever it is unbelievable episode and then up. speaking of of that travel you shot oh, some some that's TV, where you were going with that right? I, well tv is one of those interesting moments like uh i i was filmed doing different things in front of cameras yes whether or not what i did will be on a tv is uh to be determined i guess yeah. later uh so i saw, shot a sizzle Right. So if you have, uh, if you don't know what that term means, a lot of our people are industry folks, they might know, um, you know, it is basically the thing, a demo tape for, for any old hip hop fans out there. Basically I recorded a demo tape and now I got to get it up in the hands of Dr. Dre or De La Soul, right. um, to see if they want to do something with it. But right. it, it's, uh, a sizzle that, you know, had, had elements of it that were created here on this podcast. Well, so, I mean, like, listen, there are many scenic view uh, exits on the road to getting a television show on an actual television. And like the sizzle is one of those stops along the way where you take in the scenery and you do a little work and then you see if you get to keep driving on that road. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for the inspiration right there. I think that is the key. Uh, you know, there were there were different times in my life where it's like, oh, why are we going to do that? Like if you're an entertainer, if you're a musician, if you're a comedian, if you're an actor, whatever it is, like you got to jump in front of the microphone, you got to jump in front of the camera, you got to keep doing it and you should love it whether or not it's going to be on a network or on YouTube or something that's just going to be live streamed from a dive bar in New Jersey at 2 a.m. <laughs> Showing up on your stories. Yeah, you might see Carl Ruiz dancing at 2 a.m. Hey, listen, Jasmine, I got a question for you. It's been okay. incredibly hot in God. Southern California. Yeah. Did you get a good night's sleep last night? I'll tell you what, last night was a little hot, to tossing and turning. Super hot. And besides the fact that it's it's hot always, I have a trouble where I'm always like tossing and turning. 
Yeah. I like I'm snaking my body into super weird, like uh, faux yoga positions during the night. Right. Uh, I'm not getting uh, great sleep. No. But listen, if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a Purple mattress. The founders of Purple, two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds and wheelchairs. And in 2016, they finally decided to use their patent comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most scientific mattress. The Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It awesome. was not. And it's not like the memory foam that, you know, I was used to growing up. The purple yeah. material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. What? How? So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool, which is definitely why I need it yeah. in this crazy Southern California heat. 100-night risk-free trial for you listeners. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund backed by a 10-year warranty, Jasmine. You're That's all amazing. about, all about the warranties. warranties like that. Free shipping and returns. You're going to love Purple. And right now, for our listeners, you'll get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text STARVING to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text STARVING to 84-888. That's STARVING, 84-888. Message and data rates may apply. Jasmine, this is a super fun episode uh, you ready to get into it? Ready. All right, here we go. Carl Ruiz. All right. I brought donuts. <laughs> did, did, see? <laughs> now, the question is, did you bring... You, I, I, the, the fact is, I don't think you brought donuts for me specifically or the Mountain Dew or the juice. <laughs> I feel like this is just... This is just how you, this is just how you roll, right? Probably, man. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a flight of jellies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a flight of jelly donuts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this for the first time ever, maybe. Wait, by the way, see, this is what I love about you. Like, you don't even—I don't even think you know, like, your, like where in in your genius lies. Like, right. like this is like, has anyone ever done a flight of jellies? Well, I think I don't know. I mean, you you do it with rosés, you do it with cheeses. Why wouldn't you do it with? No, right. But okay, so explain what's in front of me here. There, well, this is a very this is a, a comprehensive donuts. flight, right? Yes. So it's a flight of three, and so there's two of us. Um. They have a fourth one, but I've already deemed it unworthy of the flight, which is a jelly with sprinkles, which is a faux pas. It this, just doesn't work. We're going to get into some of this uh, right. later, but like, so you were just, I mean, you don't think sprinkles and jelly work? Or are you are you just anti-sprinkles? No, I love sprinkles. Okay. But sprinkles with any type of cream or jelly filling makes it feel like there's dirt <laughs> inside so, the so jelly. Like, this is like it's, an advanced, like, yeah, this is a it chef gives you a here. grit you don't want. Yeah, this isn't just some, like, Instagram influencer no, take no, on no. whether rainbow sprinkles are a thing. I did my first influencer thing the other day. Oh. <laughs> first of all, no, you did it because you've been doing it for a while, but you're no, no, but like official. Official. Okay, which was for So what? Elio's Pizza's like, yo, you eat a lot of our pizza. I'm like, yeah. They're like... Can we send you a hat and you post that you like the pizza? I'm like, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> They're like, you don't want anything else? I'm like, no, I, I've been eating your pizza since I was seven. Well, as, listen, I, you, I'm sure you have management um, because you're killing the game right now. I don't. But, I don't. But I would say, you, may, you know, maybe get at least like a gift certificate out of it. Like a hat and a gift certificate. Oh, my God. That's fine. You know? Like, I mean, the hat is good. I get, I get the gear, too, here and there. But uh, uh, go, for, go, for, go for the, uh, the, the endorsement. Go for the full endorsement really? i'm looking for yeah. something big back to the, the flight here we, we so we, there's no sprinkles are no they, sprinkles so we have powdered sugar and jelly so first of all mm. i let them know i need all the same filling right so 
these are all raspberry. So how is it a flight of, of jelly? Because you're actually seeing what's better, powdered sugar, vanilla coated. Or sugar. So you have to do it on a case-by-case basis. Oh. Either we're going to do jellies or we're going to do which donut is better. Because the West Coast, they're more of a powdered sugar guy. I mean, they're mm. powdered sugar. Mm. East Coast is more of, the, of yeah. A yeah. granulated sugar. And then this is just their own thing with vanilla on it. That's like the cross-cut bagel from St. Louis, right? right. Like, who does that? Like, yeah. who does frosting on it? I'm going to make the call right now. Maybe it's because you're saying I'm an East Coast guy. Right. It's the granulated. I'm going granulated. I, I, don't, I think granulated is almost impossible to beat. Right. Okay, good. So we're yeah. like, uh, as, Give it a shot. as we get into. Dude, I haven't had sugar in seven weeks. Okay, so I'll eat it for you. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> but I will take a bite just for the sake of the, of the pot. Here's but, your flight. But, I, but I know. I know. That it's granulated. That's so good. Right? Yeah. Now, the, the question also is, like, do you like the center of the, of the jelly? Like, to me, there's too much jelly in the center. It's like the I bagel. eat around it, okay. and I leave the center untouched. Right. I think the, the center of a jelly is a mess. Ooh. So, see, we're, we're getting molecular right here. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know how uh, old school, and I know you're a fan, as I, I am, of uh, fast food? You know yeah. how they put, uh, like, ketchup on the Whopper? Yeah. So it's like five dots. Right. Or like four or five dots right. of ketchup. It's so five. Each, five. It's five. Right? See, I knew you would know this. <laughs> so those, like, each bite has that perfect right. amount of ketchup. That needs to happen with the jelly donut. Right. I've only had one perfect one. This place called the Donut Project here in New York City. And the person's like a mad scientist. Right. And like Wiley made, Dufresne right. mad scientist? Like okay. Wiley Dufresne. Right. But just think about, like, just with more common flavors. Like Wiley would be like... You know, this is sheetrock and <laughs> Yankee candles. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, wow. Right. I never thought I wanted to taste it. It's good, right. yeah. but I never thought that I wanted a shrimp donut. But, you know but I mean? that's, that's how it happens. That's and then Wiley's on the Yankee candle holiday calendar. Yeah. yeah. That, that's you, know, he's the, he, you know, he's way ahead of his time, even for donuts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how you can make donuts complicated, get Wiley in there, it'll be complicated. By the way, like, if you just said sheetrock donut without Wiley's name, I'm right. like, gross. No, but when Wiley's, you throw Wiley's I'm gonna try name in because there, I'm like, he, oh. I get it. Like you want the earthen taste right. of like he the has, stone and he granite. has. I mean, I I one of my first dates. I went to a dinner with, with WD forty. I never remember he didn't have prices on the menu. That was a that was I was a nervous wreck. I didn't oh, even have I've, enough money. I've share, I've sh- okay, so like I've actually shared this story on the pod when I was courting, which is such an old. But I have a mustache, so I can say the word courting. When I was courting right. my wife Jasmine, right. One of the first meals was was at WD, right. And I had cash with me, and she invited a friend without knowing. That's a huge foul. Super. You super must have foul. loved her, man, because I would have gone to the bathroom right. indefinitely. Who was like at the time dating someone in the kitchen? So oh, like we boy. got like extra courses, not because of me, but right. because of this friend. Who then all of a sudden, like, it's 19 courses. It's New York City. I lived in Atlanta at the time. These are $40 appetizers. You got Atlanta, you got Atlanta money. I, I got Atlanta money. Right. <laughs> I, I'm re- I got Buckhead money right. at the moment. And not, like, Buckhead baller money. No, like, no. Like, I'm just, I'm a cook. Right. right. And, like, I'm literally downstairs at WD, like, counting out crinkled up dollar bills. Oh. And I barely made the cut. I was like, I'm going to go have to wash, like, the old wash dishes yeah. sort of thing. So your your early WD experience early was, WC was a fortune. Okay, yeah, right. You know, and I and I although it really wasn't because I remember that was one of his things. It's like, oh no, our appetizers are under thirty dollars or whatever it was at the right. time. But this which was, was before. I mean, this is New York City before like labor laws, I think, or something. <laughs> like when I was cooking out here, because I was a line cook, prestigious French restaurant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right in a mm-hmm. Trump building. I mean, before Trump, you know. Became who he right. is. You know, right. He was just a developer. Right. Well, he always was who he was. But, yeah, well, but still, right. it, it right. didn't affect the whole country. Right. So, so we were sitting there, and I go out for dinner, and I remember I cashed my check at a check cashing. And I feel like I worked, 
Yeah. Limitless. And I, my take home was $290. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dinner was $287. Right. Right. Was just, I was done for the week. Exactly. I was done. I was wiped out. And I feel Eating like family meal, like I enjoyed it for the rest of the week. Listen, that, that penne pasta in a deli cup with a mm. little bit of butter and salt oh and a little bit of shaved uh, parm or whatever the next iteration of right. parm is, the grana padana, whatever so it is. So you'll appreciate this as a line cook. When, when, uh, when I used to run out of money at a, and, and I was in a kitchen, Mm-hmm. I would say I'm doing family this week because that way I can make what I wanted. <laughs> like, what's Carl making? Yeah. I'm like, no frittatas today, boys. Exactly. Some, and I would roast a chicken because yeah. I had no money. That was my only hot meal of the day. Until you then became responsible for like the um, you know the the profit and the the food cost. Right. Then my favorite when that happened, I did the same thing. But right. then when I was responsible for it. I was like, we're getting carrots from the mirepoix. We're getting mirepoix. Oh God, bro. I eat mirepoix, mirepoix salads all day <laughs> Listen, long. Honestly, like, uh, like a carrot that's been cooked for like three days right. in veal stock. It's not bad. It's like it's not bad. It's not bad. Chef vegetarians, it we call. Works. That's a chef vegetarian. I had another. I have another young the cook. Carrots. I just burped it up. I just remembered. Right. It's oh like really God. good though. And I was like, mm, that make a good ravioli filling. I remember like feeling like I gained inspiration from it. I'm really just watching. And it's someone like cheaper than you. Like I remember the kid like, who the hell made roasted onions <laughs> for family meal? Exactly. Like ah, it's genius. Genius. Are there cloves in that? Another like. Uh, young line cook uh, tip was I would have like I had like some credit card that someone gave me a credit I don't know why they would have given me a credit card and it had no sort of limit but if you got to Friday it was like when banks didn't operate on Saturdays or Sundays so like you could just like overextend your credit card on Saturday another little tip you know what I'm saying it wasn't good for my credit overall no but I'd be like, listen, I can go out to eat on Saturday because uh, that, 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 that charge isn't going to post till Jokers are wild. <laughs> Jokers are wild on exactly. Saturday. Um, Besides, you know, you, you joke but kind of half, half serious as someone who's worked in New York. You right. know, labor loss of change. Right. You're back now. La Cubana. Yeah. I'm pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, right? La Cubana. Yeah, La Cubana. You see, I don't have that. I don't have I like e- Even with a wife who was born in Honduras, I don't have the... La Cubana. She probably yeah. says it perfectly. Like, 100%. I mean, her she mom's probably sounds like, you know, like a Spanish, Spanish weather lady. Like, La Cubana. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's part of why... Uh, I fell in love with her. She said the word Jimenez. Uh, oh, no, Jimenez. Uh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> exactly. I'm sold. I was done. Yes, I'll take that drink. Um, what has been like, you've worked in some big New York City restaurants. Yeah. Like you're, 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 you know, sort of back in the big city. I'm and back both, in the big city. Yeah. I, you know, I, was, I had restaurants in New Jersey and then, uh, you know, it comes a time when you have to either put up or shut up. You have to come back into the big town and reestablish your name. When you're in the suburbs or you cook in the suburbs a long time, there's a reality. You fall out of that. Even though you could be doing fantastic food, the media is lazy. Right. They don't really – if, if they can't take an Uber to you, you're not going to get write-ups. Right. You're going to have to spend $50,000 a month on PR. And then – I mean PR these days with social media, I could basically – if I pay enough money in PR, I could be an astronaut by the end of the month according right. to social media. Wow, wow. But to do it realistically – right. You have to come back into you know in the big markets. Yeah, super jealous. As again, as someone who you know grew up on Long Island and right. worked in the city and you know, cut my teeth or whatever they would right. say. Uh, congratulations, thank you. Like that's a big deal. Hey, Jasmine, you know what I love? What do you love? Our foster cats. Oh, they're so cute. You know, like Mister. Is it Mister Kittens that you named? No, Mister Mittens. Mister Mittens. Yeah, you got a little white paws. And Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Not the famous actor, um, no. but the cat who's got yes. like a sort it's of very like, just. Um, very, very professional looking. A little gray, a little stately, uh, yeah. but we love our cats, love their personalities. Uh, it's something that the family has enjoyed, uh, chasing cats around the house as they run under the stove and stuff like that. But you know what I don't love? What? Cleaning up. Ugh. 
Morgan Freeman's litter box. Yeah. Or Mr. Mitt. Mr. Mr. Mitten. Mr. Mitten's litter box. That's such an obvious name. Which is why Arm & Hammer created the new cloud control litter. There's no cloud of nasties when you scoop because you're the one doing it most of the time. Yeah. It's 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. Thank goodness. <laughs> new cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. By the way, I love the logo from Arm & Hammer. Really, really love that. So thanks again to Arm & Hammer. Created new cloud control litter for our uh, foster cats. What happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. Go find it, everyone. Cloud control from Arm & Hammer. What are some of the differences from like when you were you know, okay. thrown down as a sous chef or line cook in the city and now you're running your, your place? Um, the labor laws are incredible, right? They, right. It's very expensive to have a cook, so you really cherish them. You know, I'm happy they're making money. Yeah, well, but, it's 100%. But yeah. before, we were cattle. Right, mm-hmm. so we suffered on the other the other system, which was, we don't care if you come or leave. There's six of you. We're paying you seven bucks, if that. We right. never got yeah. over. It. it was like a badge of courage for us to do ninety hours and not get paid for it. We were that's, the, crazy. That's, dude. That was that was the thing, and it's like it was obviously a negative. Like that's a right. negative thing, right. and like so you've you've flipped it, right? And understand like, hey, we're yeah. In my day, we did this. Well, that's I gone. That's I, re- I realize that all the guys that you know I used to sit with and brag like. I've been here since Tuesday, right. you know, cooking. <laughs> and everyone's like, wow, he's awesome. We, had, we destroyed our personal lives. We destroyed our family. We had nothing. We right. had just at the bottom of a bottle and a kitchen. Right. That was it. Yeah. And, and it's then crazy. This, and then, like, and there's said, a generation of us. Sure. And then this weird, like, you know, triple stripe of courage that's like, right. I worked 113 yeah. hours. I this- died Thursday. Yeah. Like, I fell in a deep fryer from, from exhaustion. And everyone's like, dude, he's a badass. Yeah, yeah. He, he slept in the walk-in last night. Uh, but uh, I never uh, realized, like, the chef would leave at 6 while I was doing all this. Like, he had a normal life. Well, that's the other thing. It was like, so it was. BS. It was, it, like, it was, they're, right. They're, that, that was happening, right? right. Like, yeah, the, 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 the sous chef, you know, especially in New York City where there's maybe, you know, four, five, six of them at a big restaurant. Right. Rolling in at noon, yeah, and like you're you're you know you're busting your hump to to make it in there first, yeah, be the first one and then the last one to I'm like. Leave. I trust all the ducks, bro. Where right. where have you been? Right, <laughs> you still drinking coffee? Right. <laughs> I'm doing remulage already. Exactly, <laughs> like, but but that was kind of like unlike it wasn't you you instead you sort of like romanticize like the the guy or girl who was working next to you. They took advantage of our love, Rich. We loved it so much. Right. So because but, remember there was so little information when we started cooking, right? Okay, so this pre internet basically. Yeah, it was pre internet. So every all the exposure you had was in three D. It was real life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Most or, restaurants or, were mediocre, so we were a small club, right? It was the French Brigade guys, yes. a couple new Americans, and whoever worked for Jonathan Waxman. Right. <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> but which is still the case. Which is still the case. Yeah. But but the thing is is we, we fed off of each other because there was really no information. Everything we were learning, we were learning hands-on, so it was beautiful. Like, our real life was a YouTube video. Yeah, and yep. even when you, like you said, like, and, and I was working with the French Brigade guys. Right. I know you have as yeah. well. But then we'd meet up at the local watering hole. And then, like, you had the and hierarchy. Then, and then it was also that. It was like, no... Yeah. We actually work more hours here yeah. than you work. And like, yeah, yeah. it just like, never. What time did you get to the bar? 10? Whoa. What were you guys? Did you guys only do cold apps today? Like, you know, it was terrible. Right. I mean, we're, we're and we're just uh, post Labor Day here. Yeah. Like, I even remember, like, the holiday situation where you're like, nah, bro, I work Thanksgiving. Yeah. Literally and that, Thanksgiving. And that was, and that was. The, and I did two demos for the chef at a shelter. Right. <laughs> like, Unbelievable. What was so it? now, though, like, you're flipping it, you're giving all this love back to your Well, that's host. over. Right, no. it has to, and 100%, and I'm so glad it is, yeah. right? 
because if it, it feels better as as the manager, as the boss, as the as the owner, as the proprietor. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it took a lot for me to adjust um, because I've been out of professional New York City cooking for eleven years. Yeah, so I was like the again, language is, was new. This is like chef to chef. Like yeah. I was nervous for you. I was for nervous because like yeah, I'm putting I was myself in your shoes. Yeah, <laughs> I put myself in your shoes, and then the project was delayed a little bit. Right? Delayed. It was delayed. I mean, typical, but it was delayed. Um, nine months, and we started to run out of money. Right. Oof. So just yeah. to get, understand the parameters of New York City, just so people can understand what stress feels like. Right. I mean, the rent here is one hundred and seven thousand dollars a month. Right. One hundred and seven. Well, revealing. Oh, that's right. it's. Yeah. I mean, anyone that's. Yeah. It's not a. If an apartment seven grand, imagine yeah. something. There's someone this listening to this podcast who's running a restaurant in Columbus, Ohio, who right. just like veered off the road right now. Right. One hundred and seven thousand. You know, our payroll uh, is twenty four thousand. Right, right. So just imagine these numbers, and you're not open. Right, and generally, uh, there's like a sort of a loose industry metric that says you kind of have to do that then in a day, yeah, in a month, right? Like right. that's kind of like right. where you want to generally. Which, be. which that metric in New York is almost gone. Right, no one's really. Which is funny though, because you are in meatpacking district. Right. You're here in Chelsea. Right, you got some of these like big box party restaurants right. around you that are known for doing oh my massive God. numbers. I mean, I you know the, my my GM comes from a French restaurant that turns into a club. I mean, they could make in a day. I mean, they've rang in. He showed me receipts, two hundred and sixty thousand yeah. dollars. Well, then that's where like the the rent from the business side makes a little bit of sense right. if you can do that regularly. Right. But we're Cuban. I mean, we're not going to have bottles. I mean, we don't drink champagne. <laughs> I mean, how big of a magnum this, of sangria can I? By give? the way, though, like this is viral. Like, is this like we got bottle service here of Mountain Dews and, and, and orange, orange juice. juice? Well, I didn't know which way you wanted to go. Yeah, you want to no. go brunchy or breakfasty? I, 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 and this is if, this is Cisco's finest. This is when they put the fake pulp in. I, I, so, <laughs> is it is yeah. it fake pulp? Oh, it's you know they add the pulp, right? Oh, so, so a Cisco rep told me when they said, "What's funny is these people that sell restaurant people food, right? right? Sometimes they don't know what caliber chef they're dealing with. You know what I mean? So he's like, I went to the factory. Right. I'm like, yeah. the juice factory. <laughs> right, right. Don't say juice factory. <laughs> but go ahead, continue, yeah, yeah. salesman. He goes, they actually showed me. Right. They add the pulp right. after." So right. it's the right amount of pulp. Right. I'm like, get out of here. Right. <laughs> get Which, out of my store. I feel it, though. But like I'll take a sample because right. <laughs> I want to see the perfect well, amount of pulp. Well, that's the best, too. Right. It's like, you know what? Those five cases of hot dogs, <laughs> it's going to pop up in family meal eventually. Oh, yeah, sure. God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to endure the 45-minute conversation right now. I have about the seven factor. South Americans eating cheddar worst for the first time for a week Whoa. in family because it was a sample. They're like, yeah. This cheese, this cheese chorizo is amazing. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I don't, you don't know the minefield you're walking into with me right now because I have a lot of chefs, and my number one chef is from uh, West Virginia. Like, oh, my, my God. God. Anthony, shout out to Anthony Wells. What up, Anthony? So, like, first of all, Mountain Dew and Cheddarwurst? <laughs> like, this is called a West Virginia mimosa right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you throw some chicken fried squirrel in the mix, and like this is West Virginia party. But like, take me home. Now he, in all fairness, he's making his own cheddarwurst, and right. like, the, the cheddarwurst is a fine, a fine charcuterie. I love, product. I yeah. love cheddarwurst because that cheese, and and that, and this is where I'm going to try and spin this into right. a health and wellness angle, right? Like, or or like a creative angle. Like the cheese sort of mimics fat. Right, so there's kind of a way to sort of, like it's it, a really juicy. It keeps worse. The, yeah, it keeps the sort of. Juice I sense. I, so so Rocco to Spirit. I'll name drop. But Rocco to Spirit. Love I'll, Rocco. Me and him, we're literally two blocks apart. Right. So we call each other almost daily, 
almost like the health of the patient. This is how stressful restaurants are. Right. They're like, oh, it, starts, like it starts raining. So Ooh, he calls me and goes... now there's a split screen you're both on, an yeah. old school phone with a cord. Yes, seriously. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like those jerky... Remember those videos? Those crank call videos? Absolutely. That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, we're okay. We're from the same era. So, so he, uh, he's always like very subtle. He's like, uh, it's raining. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> That's very rocker. That's a rocker, right? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, it's raining here too. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah... You dead? I'm right. like, we're dead. He's like, oh, shit, me too. Okay, bye. Right. So as yeah, long yeah, as yeah. I agree, as long as I tell Rocco that I'm either doing the same or less numbers than him, he's happy and he goes back to service. This, now, that, that, what I love about that is, like, you guys are friends. We, yeah. all, we all sort of run in the same circle, certainly on, in the, uh, the Triple G yeah, network yeah. world. But there is that weird, even if it's not your friend, do you, uh, we, we do this in my, one of my restaurants where we send someone. Just like on, on I, I have people walking around right, the okay. city constantly. <laughs> hey, go pop into Budokan for a hot second. Here. I'm like, look, go everywhere except Tao because I'm going to be depressed. Because <laughs> they're like, Tao has nine birthday parties. <laughs> like, how are they doing it? Chef, they're on a three hour wait. I know. At like, two in the afternoon. At two in the afternoon. I'm like, how much orange chicken can they sell I mean, in that place? I mean, do we need to put duck spring rolls on oh the menu? God, I'm like a minute from making it into an empanada. <laughs> oh, so, like, it, it, I mean, that's sort of the misery level. Loves company, yeah. Misery loves company. But in all fairness, like when you guys are dead, you're still banging out hundreds of covers, right? Yeah. Because again, you got to do. We've I mean, never done. We've never done less than 150, and it's the right. middle of summer. And what happened was, we ran into a giant staff who. So we, you know, we had all the money in the world. We're ready to go. We're going to be calm. We're going to open in September because the city's dead in the summer. Right. No one opens a restaurant in June except Carl. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So this is what happened. The building next to us had a water main break mm. in their basement. And we had a club in the basement that was giving us 100K, 150K a week in revenue. Okay. Shut down. Oh. Because oh. of the water main break. Right. So then we were, then the budget for the restaurant went to fix the club. Now we're in the middle of hell. We're like, right. we got to open. Yeah. Well, so my sous chef's like, I'm working on the, I'm like, you ain't working on nothing. We open on Tuesday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all hands on deck. I remember and, that. I remember. Oh and again, I follow you like a super fan. <laughs> I was supposed to go to guys. You know, imagine explaining to Guy Fieri that you can't go to his star on in Hollywood because I'm opening a restaurant. And yeah. This guy has like 90 restaurants. He's like, "Oh, uh, you want me to send someone to open your restaurant?" I'm like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> yes." Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, I, I do. Like I'm old school. I never say bad and I say no to free labor. Yes, I would, but. Yeah, it was it was really 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 stressful, but that's a good reason to not be at the start. I mean, that's a that's big the one, right? only reason. Your life is yeah. on fire. Like mine was like I missed the email or something or <laughs> in my mind in my mind I missed the communique. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't I, get I that email. I don't know if I got at, like and I'm I'm You're like I thought to, it was like, a group on it said knuckle sandwich on it. <laughs> I'm trying to pretend that like I actually got asked, which I may have and missed it, but I don't know, but that's why you won't care. That makes a lot of sense. Hey, every car comes with its share of stories that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date. You remember the car that I was driving when I picked you up in On a that first old date? Truck? Yeah. yeah, or you probably picked me up, let's be honest. The luxury package you got after a big promotion or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car, simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then you answer a few questions, navigation and moonroof. Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? Well, you already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out 
or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True Cash offers not available in all areas. Hey, listen, where do you see yourself in 10 years? If you need a little help, then check out The Next 10 on Podcast One. Join Lindsay McCormick, Paula Paulin, and Kate Edwards, three women with widely different backgrounds as they talk about personal growth, discuss their careers, and pinpoint key moments where their lives changed forever, along with exciting guests like rapper Ja Rule. Why do we not have rapper Ja Rule on Starving for Attention? So set your goals and download new episodes of The Next ja 10 Rule, baby. every week <laughs> Is something like on that? Apple Podcasts <laughs> and Podcast One, The Next 10. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Like, you're kind of the king's hand in a way. Oh, my God. I mean, we talk about Guy all the time. We talk right. about how amazing he is. I mean, we're not, we don't need to wax about no. him unless, of course, you want to. Oh, no, to. no. He's a great guy. Yeah. But, um, like, the, the king's hand wants you to be when he's getting crowned. I know, but he, he, you don't understand. I, after we're done with this podcast, I'm going to show you a video <laughs> that he sent me because I didn't go to this thing. It's searing. Oh, oh, oh is it it's really? Searing. And like in a, in a serious sort of way. Oh, I don't like, know. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's it's, that's the part. That's I the don't problem. Know. They, you know what, guy? You don't know. That's the, that like, is the thing. Yeah. So we have. I, I think it. You know, it's one of those points where, like, you know, you've made it to a certain right. like level. Right. When you get that phone call. Right. I've never. It's sort of like to me, like the bat phone. Yeah. Like it's it's rung before, and I'm like been on a plane in the oh, middle of the sky, and I'm like, I have to. I'm sorry. I have it's to answer so this. Funny. And he like messes with me. Like, uh, <laughs> like he won't give me like he'll give everyone the schedule for grocery games except me. <laughs> so like, so he knows like I'm calling around. I'm like, hey, Artie, how you doing? It was just on your Insta. The kids yeah. look great. Yeah. Do you have the? Have you been booked for grocery games? She's like, yeah, oh, I'm ready. Dude. And I'm like, oh. You know what I love about this is that like you're really though making me you're validating a lot of my <laughs> um, neuroticism. Oh, like, but if you're in the restaurant business and you're successful. You're almost crippled by neuroticism. Mm, yeah, like everyone I know, we, that's why we all get along because we're all a mess. Like, like I like when one day a chef told me he's like, "Dude, I can't believe you read Yelp." When I saw him at a, I walked by on, yeah. on Sixth Avenue and they had a giant window, and he's at the bar drinking a glass of wine on his Yelp, <laughs> and I knock on the window and kill him the finger, <laughs> and you can see that he I could, he's literally like commenting oh. back, and like he has like a ghost account. That's and, where I wish. Yeah, that's where. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all the bad stuff. That's where I wish you had the like the one that like. The TV sitcom uh, mode on Instagram that like could <laughs> exactly. zoom in on the exact yell. I mean, he was just in it. Like he had his glasses in his teeth. I mean, he like, was a mess. He's reading the the review that says, "I've never been to this restaurant, oh, but one star because oh, of I the had, storefront." I had, I'll give you a great Yelp review. I know yes. we're jumping all no, over the place. No, it's, this is what this is about. So, I, uh, you know, I'm I'm on I'm not on TV like you, but I'm on TV. Shh, I'm dude. on TV like three times a you month. Don't follow me enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're on TV more than me. No. Yeah. So he's sitting there, and I'm like, um, this like, oh, table 24 wants to see you, right? So I'm in the, we have an upstairs kitchen. So the Fernando, my, my manager, texts me what's going on. Ta- right. So he writes, table 22, celebrity time. Table 21, so that's like right, our yeah. little met, our code. There, there you go. So then I, get, I, I find out first. Did they eat apps? What did they eat? Because I want to make sure they're happy, and I'm not walking into, like, right. that was raw or this was cold. That, like, right, that know? helps. There's, there's, I want to see the chef, right. the celebrity chef, right. or I want to see the chef. Right. So right. there's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. So in the beginning, like, you know, we had some problems with cold stuff, so they kept sending me down, like, and I was handling all the complaints. So right. I'm like, guys, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to come downstairs if there's not enough oranges in the sangria. I want to take a picture with the baby, okay? If this is a baby with a Carl T-shirt, I want to take a picture. If you, if you guys messed up the sangria, I'm staying upstairs. Has there been a baby with a Carl T-shirt? 
shirt? Yes, there has been yes. releasing. <laughs> it was odd. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite moment. Of course moment. it was odd. I didn't know how to deal magical. with it. Like, they're giving me the baby. I'm like, I don't want the oh, baby. that baby handoff is always I'm like, like I've yeah. avoided babies for 44 right, years. Right. I don't yeah. want one. I just had one with a, with a dog. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess. Oh, my God. It was crazy. So, so I get to the table, and the, it's a couple. The husband know, doesn't know who I am from Adam. The wife, super fan. And in a general way, this is how it works a lot. Right. My wife loves you. I don't know who you are. Right. Sometimes that's said. Yeah. No, no. It wasn't yeah. said, but this guy went right th- He was burning through my sponsored Ooh. chef wear jacket. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love you, Marcy. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, she sent me jackets in the nick of time. I love her. Marcy's so, awesome. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm standing by the table, and she's just gushing. Mm-hmm. Going mm-hmm. over things I did on my Instagram, how she stayed up to watch me do an Instagram live once, right. and I, I made Ooh. her laugh. She snorted the in front of her friend. Yeah, the Carl Ruiz the, live. It's, it's a, oh my god! It's, it, anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. so like, did he just buy a gun? Like, what is he Listen, doing? I'm hanging it's on gonna... for another thirty minutes because I'm pretty sure there's going to be dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's dancing. <laughs> He's dancing. Like the other day, I fell off a boat. <laughs> That's another story. So anyway. He's staring at me, staring at me, staring mm. at me. And I'm like, this is not going well. Mm. Yeah. So then she's like, can I get up? And I'm like, she wanted a picture. Yeah. Wanted a hug. Right. Yeah. Okay. Really long hug. I asked for the hug? She asked for the okay, hug. Okay, okay, okay. Gave him the hug. But like hands yeah. around the neck like Got I it. just came back from somewhere from a long time ago. Right. You've you know been what I mean? deployed. I've been deployed. Now I'm back. Got it. So now it's awkward. My, she almost snacks my hat off. It's a lot of hugs. Yeah. It's okay. I'm yeah. Like, then makes the husband take a picture. He literally, it's like he was taking a picture with a potato. Right. He didn't want to do it. He's just like, has the phones. I don't know. I don't know. All of a sudden, he knows now, nothing about technology. The, now, are you in the middle of the photo or is she in the middle of the photo? No, we're, so we have uh, uh, banquettes. Okay, okay, good. He, now, so she tells in. me to sit down next mm. to her. hand Ooh, on the banquette. On the banquette. And he's standing up now in the middle of his meal has to take a picture of me. <laughs> oh, I feel it. All right. I feel it. I go back into the kitchen. So Fernando goes, wow, that was intimate. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that was crazy, bro. Right. So I'm like, oh, whatever, whatever. I keep cooking. In it. End of the night, Nico now, uh, my GM calls me, says, go on Yelp. Uh, uh. He yelped it. Right. He's like, food was great. Everything was good. Too expensive. And then, right. I, and then he slips up. I catch me. He goes, the chef should spend less time on Instagram and eating hot dogs and being in the dining room. <laughs> they come like, oh, I knew it was oh. you. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So this guy, so that's a little more, bro- like he got he got caught up in just being a dude. Yeah, he just got had, caught up. I'm like, bro. Hot, hot little jealous moment. Yeah, he got jealous and hit and, me up on and, Yelp, and gave and me a one star. It, but what I love about this is like, and, and, we, and we, Rocco has seen this. Oh, I've oh seen God. this. Like, Imagine Rocco. Oh, my <laughs> God. I think that played out on a national television yeah, series. We can actually YouTube it. <laughs> yeah, you can find seven of those moments now on YouTube. Uh, but you knew it right from, right from jump. You were like, this is what's going on right here. But, Rich, you know, uh, you walk into any one of your restaurants, you know, I know what's going on just by the clatter of the plates if the kitchen's synced up or not. I know if, if I'm walking into a, an S show or I'm walking into something good. Sure. Just by the look of the cooks, just by the sound, by the sound of the expo, I know. Wow, this ship, this ship's taken in water. We're in right now. Listen, uh, real quick about that, like review. Like right. you should spend more time. What are your, like, not on that specific situation? But are you a do you, you like being in the? Like, I love being in the dining room. I have no problem saying right. it. I worked for Daniel Ballou, who 
you know, didn't spend a ton of time in the dining room, but he, when he's there, you know the mayor's here. I have a Danielle Velou story. Uh, <laughs> can it be told? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I call my friend. He's the GM. He was the GM at Cafe Balloon. And I said, uh, yo, uh, let me know where Daniel is. I'm go- I want to go on this first date with this girl and impress her. Right. Right? So he's like, yeah, Carl, no problem. You know, right. little yeah, chefs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're nice, like pirates. Nice, like yeah. we negotiated. Where is he? Which one of his 20 yeah. restaurants? Where is he? Yeah. So right, yeah. ended up, we got him right. Whatever. Oh. Nice catch. So, I, yeah, it's hard to catch him. Yeah. It's hard. He moves around a lot. Right. So, we caught him. I'm sitting there with the girl, and he comes up with a bottle of, uh, like, a magnum of rosé open to give us a toast. Yes. Right? Yes. So, he's like, oh, Carol, how are you? Good, good, chef. How are you? Oh, good. You look good. You're still fat. You know how French they insult you no matter right. what. Right. Like, that's him being nice. You're yeah, still yeah. fat. Right. right? Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful, mademoiselle. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he, he goes to pour. By the way, now you're the dude in the other in yeah, the Yelp now, scenario. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> but this girl, this girl all of a sudden turned into Daryl Hannon Splash. She takes the Magnum right. from Danielle's hands and chugs it. <laughs> like she just won Formula One. Yeah. Like doesn't wait for him to pour nice. in the glass. She's like, oh, thank you. Right. And she chugs it and gives it back to him. He takes his little napkin that was on his arm. He wipes the top. He goes... Yeah. Would you like some? I'm like, no, I'm good. He's like, I didn't think so. <laughs> he just walks out, gone forever. <laughs> that says so much about you and him. <laughs> uh, but that's a that's a class moment, right? there. Yeah, she just drank it right out of the bottle. Just grabbed it right from his hand. She thought like he was just going around doing like shots of rosé out of a magnum. <laughs> I picked the wrong restaurant. <laughs> I picked the wrong ambience. right girl. Right girl. Wrong restaurant. <laughs> Never Have saw you, him again. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Oh God! He just. He literally. It was like Xanos. Like he right. just turned into dust. Right. Like, the good no, thing to know about that is uh, potentially some cooks got some good, got some good bubbles. Oh yeah, because he just went right back and right put back. that in, put so that on the pass and walked away. Said there's savages in the dining room. That's true. Do you? So um, and we all know this. There's. What's the percentage of your guests in here that are here to see Carl from Food Network? Carl from Instagram. Uh, well, when we first opened, or we opened, is there is there there is a chunk of the, it's patrons, a lot, right? Okay. So, what I learned is, you know, with the followers that I have and the, the Food Network stuff, I can't fill a big New York City restaurant, but I can keep it going through slow times, right. which is good. Yeah. But it's starting to dwindle now, and it makes me happy. Like when I walk through the dining room now, and like six tables don't care or know who I am, I'm like, they're here for. What I actually do, mm-hmm. which makes yeah. me feel good, because it's it's You're a spider sense. There is that weird spider. It's a sense. weird spider yeah. sense, yeah. right? And there's a double edged sword because I was starting to get depressed because I'm like, do these people even like this food? Or are they just coming for the fun of it or mm. the ruizing aspect or right. the whatever? Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever I do, are they just here to appease me? And as as a chef, you know, you're such an egomaniac that you start to realize, like, you starts to bother you, right? Like, why the, they? I don't want them to like. I don't want to go to the table and be like, my God, that time you, you know you threw a bowling ball through a window. I'm like, how's the empanada, please? Right, like, yeah. you know, there's a serious yeah. side to me. The empanada is great. Yeah. But that time you fell off the boat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I fell off the boat this weekend. <laughs> but, but it's just, um, you know, now I walk through the dining room and there's people, people don't know me at all. Yeah. It makes me feel really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Well, that, that is, and that is that weird thing. Like, you, you do, you want someone to recognize you. Right. And you want to know that, like, you're getting business from, like, all this time and exposure right. that you get. Um, but, yeah, you want to just be known for a chef that cooks delicious food. Yeah, you, you want, want to be, be known. Yeah, of- because then you start to become a cartoon of yourself. 
Right. And the only person that you beat up is yourself <laughs> because it's the only person That's you know. That's so true. Now, do you do you think the location here to Food Network still in Chelsea Market, right? Oh, my God. It's across the street. Yeah. So, like, your, 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 your next door, literally, yeah. from, like, Food Network headquarters. So, you see uh, – I mean, do you feel like that, that helps or is it The just- other day I see two of the, two of the guys, the editors. So, I'm like – you know me. I'm always, like, ahead of the game. I'm like, wait a second. Right. I'm like, what, what show are you guys editing? Right. They're like, uh, Guy's Ranch Kitchen. I said, come in for dinner. Right. <laughs> I'm oh, like, are you, you done cutting? They're like, no, we're not done cutting. So I, right. I fed them for hours. <laughs> nice, nice. And then the one girl's like, so lot funny. She goes, this food's so good. You took care of us so well. You're going to win shows that you weren't even on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, you see me on chopping right, right. just at the end, like the last second. Get Carl wins. It's going to be that episode where we're together and I'm going to be watching it now and being like, I got like 13 seconds of airtime. <laughs> oh, I know it's going to be. We're going to over more time than Guy on this show. <laughs> Carl, and now is I know hosting? Why. What's right, going on? Exactly. Now I, I know. The power of fried lamb. Right. There but, you go. Well, well, well played. Yeah. Well played. But it was good, man. But it's, it's you know, being in the restaurant business is. It's different now. Yeah. You know, it's a marketing. It's, it's a lot of stuff. It's, well, you're silly if you don't, if you don't react to it. You right? have to Which embrace it. seems like you've, you, you've like, like I have tried to learn, like evolve. But you're the same evolve way. Evolve or I mean, die. I mean, you, that's all how these, like, you know, it's funny. I go on Instagram and I'll see these chefs that are powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one of the best chefs ever, Jeremiah Tower. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, sure. I, I'm in awe of this man. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, the movie's great if you haven't seen it. Little, you know, he, he's, he's done it all and nothing at the same time. Right. You know, modern, in modern world, right? So Well said, dude. So just going on, I'm like, I feel ashamed. I'm like, I have 50,000 followers right. for eating hot dogs, half drunk. And this is one of the best chefs. And no one's even, mm. he's not even on the social media radar. Right. You know, which is crazy because now, like it or not, it's part of it. You know, being on a podcast and, and doing all this. People want to know. They want to know the, the mechanics of stuff. Yeah. And, and to have a, these well, you know what it is? And it. I knew it when I, like, again, when I first met you, like, I heard of you. Like, right. You have, like, this mythological sort of <laughs> stature. But, like, you were judging one of these all-star tournaments. Right, right. And I was like, oh, okay, I know who he is. It's one of Guy's friends. Right. You know, to yeah. be, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's, you know, I know he's a chef. He's good. But then, like, you're, you're, you're wit, dude. Like, you're sharp. Like, right. you know, someone told me the other day, like, Oh, his wits as sharp as his knives. Not true for me. Very true for you. <laughs> My knives are and you also sharp, have yeah. incredibly sharp knives. <laughs> I do. Um, and like it was one one comment you made in that competition where you were like, I think you were talking about Mark Murphy, dear friend of ours. Oh, I love him. And you're like, his food is is like this food is so old school. It needs a doily. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like that inside baseball. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, burn. <laughs> that, that, he got, you know, like, it still like, bothers the half lemon with the. You know, I was like, oh, he like, bo- the, it bothered. He was it? here the other day. <laughs> he was here the other day, and he goes. What's up, bro? No doilies? I'm yes, like, still? Yes. Okay, so it, made, so it did make cut. I didn't even uh, know if it actually made the, made yeah, the yeah. show. Um, but you know what it is about you? And I knew it right from like the, those first couple of days. Like, you are authentic. Like, <laughs> almost to a fault, right? Like, I'm fault, like, wow, well, how does he, how do you, how do, how, do, how do you, how do you do that? Right. Like, I mean, and I'm being serious. Yeah. Now. Like, where authenticity, uh, being authentic is becoming a strategy. Right. You, I don't think, I have, it like a I can guarantee you I have zero <laughs> strategy. <laughs> right. You know, like, people ask me stuff and I tell them. Okay. And, and it's, it's served me well in the restaurant business. Right. And I think it's coming back around. I think in social media, trying to be perfect and have a polished image and stuff, when you do something wrong, it's devastating. Right. But when you're basically like one of the little rascals running around right, and right. you don't take yourself serious, right. I could do something pretty wrong. Be like, it's Carl. Like, right. Did anyone think he wasn't like that? Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. So, 
But also kind of letting, protects people, letting people see between the perfect, you know, shot that someone else took on some set of some oh, show. Yeah. Uh, but you've taught me, so thank you for the inspiration, dude. Like, you've taught me, like, hey, listen, I run a lot. Take some st- stupid videos of you running down the street. Like, that's what uh-huh. you do. Yeah. Like, like you should talk about it. Yeah, now, do what I'm you not want. ready to go 2 a.m. live. 2 a.m. live <laughs> is like, my friend's like, my friend's like, hey, there's a Polanski wait, movie wait, on. I was going to say, Instagram. there's the show, bro. <laughs> 2 a.m. live. <laughs> 2 a.m. live. I would be, I would literally be, I, you can't, this cancel culture, I'd be uh, done in 10 hey, seconds. Hey, hey. Uh, perfect segue to this. Uh, we usually play a game on the back end of the podcast. Right. You, I know you're game to have some fun. Oh, let's do it. So this one is where, like, you, you again, you might have inspired the hashtag blazing or trailblazing. I love it. Through your hashtag Ruizing. Ruizing. Which is just like, also, like, you got to have confidence to throw your own name out there in a hashtag. <laughs> and you I, you know, I didn't do it. Someone else did it. And someone like, else did it, it. And I'm like... Well, if someone, you know, I'm stupid. I'm like, you can't, if you're going to use my name, I'm going to use my name. Yes, yes. Perfect. Okay. So this one is going to be uh, Ruizing versus Blazing. Got it. So kind of quick hot takes. Hot takes. I'll give you the blazing, trailblazing moment, and I want you to sort of like uh, throw that through the meat grinder and turn it into a Ruizing moment. Throw it through the if Ruizing 4000 and hey. come out with an answer. <laughs> yes, the Ruizing. <laughs> exactly. See? Well done already. <laughs> I got a meat grinder. You got a Ruizing 4000. Here we go. Uh, today. Wake up at 5 a.m. and I go for a long run. What is the Ruizing version of that blazing moment? Actually, today, Ruizing, <laughs> I woke up at 5.30 because I didn't close my air. I, I sleep on an inflatable mattress because <laughs> <laughs> I live on the third floor and I don't want to buy furniture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I woke up because I was, kind of, I was kind of listing to one side. Right. So I woke up and ate a bunch of Skittles and had a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there come the free Skittles, by the way. Yeah, you're a new, like, we're both, like, kind of New York uh, tri-state yes. kids. Like, did you ever hear the thing where, like, don't eat yellow Skittles because they have pork in them? Yes. Right? Like, that's such a, I don't know why that weird moment of, East like, Coast, a, we come up with crazy yeah, stuff. Don't eat those yellow Skittles. They have pork in them. Okay. Uh, blazing moment. Uh, this is when we're on set. Tell all your friends you have a lot of work to do, but really you're just going back to the hotel room to play Madden all night by yourself. Got it. That's a, that's a blazing moment on set of Triple G. We're wrapping up a moment on the show, and the Ruizing moment is we're done with the day. Ruizing day, I hide three bottles of Patron that I steal from this set in Troy Johnson's trailer (laughs) until the car comes to pick me up, and I make him mule smuggle it all the way back to the hotel without him knowing. That's my Ruizing. (laughs) I don't even think we're going to get through all of them. They're just too good. Um, Okay, this is Blazing. Uh, you have a disproportionate large number of professional lacrosse play- players as friends on Instagram for no real reason except, really? I guess, for my love of lacrosse, uh, which does make sense, I right. guess. Hashtagging Ruizing, I have the largest amount of truck drivers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it comes from when I was on SiriusXM for three years. Oh. With uh, Opie and Anthony, which was just crazy. Right. Like, people don't know this about you. Yeah. Like, you're a, ra- like a radio personality. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, man. Slash like, comedian. You couldn't, you couldn't do that stuff anymore. Right. Well, that's, I mean, I just, well, I've been binge watching The Office. I mean, like, even that, that that's show a network grew. show. Like, All the movies I grew up with, you couldn't even make anymore. No. Like, Cannonball Run would be, they would set the movie theater on fire. You couldn't do it. 100%. Um, speaking of which, like, always blowing me away, like, people, I mean, they do know if they follow you, but like you're rolling with like big time comedians. You're you're yeah. you're in writers' rooms. Yeah, yeah. Like the stuff. It's not just you goofing around. Like you're you're like like a smart, funny dude. Well, the, the, I like being around comedians. I just like their speed, you know, because I grew up playing the dozens. So, you know, 
my whole life, I had big teeth. I was small, fat, and, and blind. I'm, right. like, I'm like a mole right. that can cook, right? <laughs> so, you know, um, the only defense I had was comedy. Okay. But, you know, when, you're, when you grew up in the hood, you got to hit hard and fast. You can't. I mean, yeah. second joke is either a mom joke or a dead relative joke, or if not, we're not playing ball. I was going <laughs> to exactly. you know, it's coming go immediately. Right, yeah. And God forbid if there's anything physical wrong with you, that will be your name. Hey, 100%. <laughs> like, hey, three-ear Charlie, <laughs> you know what I mean? whatever it is, you're getting hit with it immediately. Right. Now, I also was small and heavy, uh, and uh, that's how I came up. That's how I was called heavy cream for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've re-emerged as creme fraiche, but uh, <laughs> for a, well, it was double cream for a while. Uh, okay, uh, Blazing, you're desperately seeking a follow from anyone on the U.S. women's national soccer team. But I'm thirsty. I don't know if Ruiz, Ruizing isn't thirsty, I feel like. There's no um, one you want to follow. To you. me, is, uh, is DMing Wendy's for a follow <laughs> at four in the morning when I'm yes. drunk. <laughs> desperately seeking a, a DM from Wendy's. <laughs> I'm DMing Wendy's. All right, we'll keep it in fast food. This is blazing. You know the Whopper's the king of fast food burgers. Oh, this might be it. I don't know. We, I mean, we might have an agreement because this is sort of couple-ish. I don't know if you... Yeah, I mean... I think it was. I think it was. I think the new. Um, oh, yeah. I love how you're like right now, like you've kind of gotten serious. Yeah, this is the very. I mean, this is something that we can't <laughs> take is, lightly. Right. This is this is your brand, kind of also. No. Like, yeah. I think the Whopper is the. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. So. I think I, I was when I was you're growing not ready. up. You're not. This is, see, like now. I think you're the, thirsty the, for Wendy's to DM. So no, 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 not Wendy's. I think McDonald's, their new fresh um, quarter pounder. Oh, with real is a standard. With the beef now. It's a standard, and, the and it's just pounder. The quarter it's pounder. Because of the onions. Well, and I get it. I get it with the onions, but I asked them for the Big Mac chopped onions, not the round onions. Okay. So this is and a Big Mac order. Yeah. So it's not. I, I order off menu. I'm big deal. One more time. Break that order down. For our so food. I think the best burger in fast food. I mean, left alone to its own devices, the Whopper is the best. Oh, oh we sort of standard great. blazing and we agree. We agree. same hashtags. Okay. Yeah. But if you get to modify, okay. Then the the new quarter pounder, which you have to see the machine they make this thing from. It's like the Terminator. It's incredible. I've heard. I've it's heard stories of. So it's the, the quarter pounder with cheese cho- with the Big Mac chopped onions and, and Big Mac sauce. Mm. It's, it's a Bentley. Mm. It's a Bentley. I would say I did my own personal thing, Big Mac sauce versus uh, In-N-Out spread. And uh, the reveal for me is, spoiler alert, Big Mac sauce all the time. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it, it, is, it is a legendary condiment. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not I know the West Coast. I know you're West Coast in the West Coast. I, I can't get into... <laughs> I can't get into in and out, bro. I can't. I know that I'm going to get into the podcast following or West Coasters. That's I know. You're, you're going to hurt some feelings. But, but I'm, right. I just can't get into it. It's like a meat-flavored salad. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so much. And the, the fries are, you know. You but it. I like the gru- like fat burger is one of my favorites. Mm. I think the East – how about this? I think the West Coast pound for pound has better burgers than the East Coast. Oh, there you go. Nice. I like it. You're, you're giving the West Coast a shout-out. Um, okay, here we go. Blazing. Go ahead. You're okay with pineapple on pizza. Ruizing, absolutely not. A hundred percent, zero, zero. I feel like the Ruizing is you'll spend two days arguing it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I fight, I've been fighting. Yeah. yeah. And the, my problem with, I just hear me out with the pineapple pizza. My Ruizing theory. Yes. If you're putting pineapple, so I believe, I don't know if you agree with me, you should never have more than two toppings on pizza because it sacrifices the, the, the structural. I can follow along with it. Right? Sure. Yeah. Maybe three if you consider olives are light or right. like an onion or something. Right. But. If you choose pineapple, that means mm-hmm. you're by default defaulting something delicious like pepperoni or sausage. So 
you're, oh, so you're, you're counting cheese as a topping. You're no. wasting. No, no, no. Pineapple so and pineapple ham pizza. Is, pineapple and ham. Okay, got it. Which right. is the standard, right? Okay, yeah. Pineapple and bacon, you're not tasting the so pineapple. So I'm subbing pepperoni for ham, are we okay with pineapple and ham? I mean, pineapple. Sorry. See, this is a problem getting into an argument with people who are smarter and, than you. Pineapple and pepperoni. <laughs> right? No, I don't, okay. like, I don't like the pineapple. <laughs> I don't like the taste of hot pineapple. Okay. I like pineapple salsa. Respect. But yeah. hot pineapple to me, and especially on the East Coast, we don't have fresh pineapples here. Period. Right. <laughs> they yeah. can tell you they are, but they come and from the, Hawaii the like half you're, dead. You're getting a dole, a dole can of We're getting a dole, right, with a slice of foot in it. Like, it's Although, bad. The, the canned pineapple ring is a glorious thing. Listen, right. I eat it all the time. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm Cuban. Right. I'm like a fruit bat, right? <laughs> I eat, you name it, I'll eat it, right? Oh. Anything sweet, I'll eat it. Uh, I, I, you just got also now like the named like one of my fantasy football teams like the, the fruit, fruit bats. bats like the Carl the Carl Ruiz oh my god you got to see me on ESPN I know nothing about um, it. now I will say this and I'm going to reveal something that okay. people don't know there was a time that you and I were hanging out in Guy Fieri's living room yes and the pineapple pizza debate came up and Guy just looked up he wasn't even part of the conversation he was like I'm okay with it yeah and you were like I changed my mind well <laughs> the king is. What what would you do? <laughs> you got to do it. You gotta I, do it. I mean, if if he calls me right now and says eat pineapple pizza, that will be my new pizza. I love and I love that about you. Okay, blazing. <laughs> you might have some theories on this too. If you're blazing, your prime rib order currently is an end cut. Ooh. Mm. I've seen plenty of prime rib pictures on the Carl Ruiz Instagram. I'm I'm not an end cut guy. I like completely almost, you know, flaccid. Yeah. Okay. I, I really do. Like center cut. The set, I like the center cut, but I see the advantages of the end cut because you're a texture guy and you get more coating. Mm. And if the place does a good coating, like Keens or you know somewhere, or, or you know where they have a good one in San Francisco, the House of Prime Rib? Yeah. The end cut House is mine. House of Prime Rib. So okay. I can understand if, you're, if you like all that peppercorn and all that stuff on it. Mm, so you get the flavor. I'm, I'm going for the default if it's not a great place. Right. At least I know the fat's going to be melted on you're the right. end cap. Where right. if it's like just a little bit too raw in the middle. Yeah. That no, fat I'll, if, I, if I don't get the fat, I'm like Karen. I will go see the manager immediately. That's one of my favorite Carl Ruiz bits right there. <laughs> Karen. Because Karen is always looking for a manager. It's right? always. I, got, I had a flight that was five hours delayed yesterday. We're, and like there were so many Karens on this oh flight. Oh, my God. And like so many New Jersey, New York Karens, too. I was like, this is ridiculous. I, listen, I know wherever I am. I was in Paris. I was in Paris. And I, I'm in the hotel. And I hear this lady. She's like... This is absolutely <laughs> bonkers. So I look at him, I'm like, where are you from? She's like, Lynnhurst. Right. <laughs> like, Lynnhurst, of course. Because yeah, right. Karen's, if you notice, no one's ever born a Karen. They just start showing up at like 15 or 16 years old. I think they're aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I really I, 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 they've replaced someone. Have you ever seen baby Karen? No. They take over somebody's body. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, we're a host. I mean, to I, just, I just saw X-Men Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I mean, this is... Karen is a character in Dark Phoenix. That's, that's amazing. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up on this one. Go ahead. Um, if you're blazing, your diet half the year is no flour, no dairy, no soy, no fried food, no added sugar. If you're ruizing, your diet half the year. No ketchup shots. <laughs> <laughs> you are the only one I could ever do this type of game with. Because as mentioned, the commentary, because you used it to survive right. as a young kid, right. is sharp and quick. Carl Ruiz, you're awesome, brother. Thanks for letting us hang out oh, with man, you. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. You Dude, want some, yeah. You want a donut? No, I you might don't come need. back after... I got to film something with Rachel Ray uh, later today. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take a donut for the road. Yeah. Last thing we do is called 86. It's 86. Something in the world, it could be serious or not, that Carl Ruiz 
wants to 86. Okay. Something that I want to 86. Yeah. You have, you have thoughts and opinions I do. that are pr- pretty aggressive. Uh, wearing high great, so those, those hydration backpacks and you're not working out. Oh, there has people, to be. Is this a thing? I saw two people in the museum with hydration packs. Because mm, I right. went for, I went on a date. I tried to go on a culture date. Right. And then I realized I don't know anything about art. So I'm like, mm. look at that blue one over there. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh, this one I love. It reminds me of like the sky. Or yeah, the this, this is like Carl. <laughs> We're still in the lobby. Right. <laughs> That's not art. Yeah, this is not. The That's girl a concession who's doing, stand. Who's doing Magnum straight from the bottom? No, she didn't it? make it okay. in the long term. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Guess what? She's out there ruizing something. <laughs> oh, <though>. she is <laughs> ruizing. All right. <laughs> so we're we're eighty six in hydration packs. No, eighty. I mean, let's yeah. do a food thing, yeah. right? Eighty six. Um, See, this is great. You can you go. Just keep going, by the way. Yeah, eighty six. The, the war on foie gras. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I that think that's sense. ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, people are like, aren't you outraged? I'm like, have you ever gone to a commercial chicken farm? This is true. And you're worried about four geese. You can, like, if, you, if you want to go down that wormhole, then yeah, that's be a wormhole. Thousands of things that you also so, yeah. should be outraged right. by. You, if you're going to be outraged, make it make sure it's appropriate. Yeah. It's at scale with the rest of the world. Yes. Boycott culture can get insane sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Sure. We're, we're on the front lines of it. You'll see it. Absolutely. And they're coming for us because we're a weak link. We're chefs. Absolutely. We're drunk half the time. We're like, what? We <laughs> Stop using it? All right. <laughs> like, uh, Carl Ruiz, where can people find you and what's, what, do you, what do you got going on besides this amazing restaurant? Um, I am uh, – that's just pretty much it. This is pretty stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're in it right now. I'm in La Cubana. Hopefully, guy doesn't hear this, so I can still be working on grocery games. Oh, oh you'll no, be up yeah. at grocery games. Yeah. By the way, I have got dates. Oh no, digital! <laughs> I haven't got. Oh my god, I'm so stressed out. Right now. <laughs> I knew that would get you, yeah. dude. Thank you so much, man. I've been trying to catch up with you for a while. Oh, thank you. And uh, let's do another one up in Santa Rosa soon. Oh, we'll do it, man. This is awesome. This I, I like the pace on this one. It's Thanks, great. Bro. Appreciate it, man. It's so opposite, like the book club you once that I do. Like, hey, man, uh, what's uh, your inspiration? So... I'm like. I'm, I need to pay rent. <laughs> the Cuban sandwich. Oh, my God. Those podcasts uh, if you just could drain me. Break down. Right now. <laughs> Travel to Cuba right now is a yeah. sensitive topic. I'm like, it's I don't know poverty. Why. Yeah, I go into my NPR sort of <laughs> I, uh, voice so right there. Uh, Carl Ruiz, you're awesome. Everyone, Great do us a favor. Jump on over to iTunes. Carl, the podcast is yes. the only five-star thing I've ever done in my life. Five stars. Well, now I have five stars by default. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It's going on Uh, my resume. Keep it going, everyone. I know you love this episode. Let us hear about it. Subscribe over on iTunes. As a matter of fact, you're already subscribing because you're listening to it. Go find Karen. Yeah. And if you can grab Karen's phone, (laughs) download the podcast. She's not listening to podcasts probably anyway. Lighten up, Karen. Yeah, how to complain. The the how to speak to your manager podcast hosted (laughs) by Karen. Someone's going to launch that now. Uh, Do us a favor. Go on over to iTunes. Hit subscribe. Find your friends. And uh, drop us a review while we're there. We're five stars. And until next week, everyone, stay hungry. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or podcastone.com. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Starving for Attention. Of course, thank you to our sponsors, Bet Online, Podcast One, of course, because, you know, they make everything happen. Purple Mattress, Arm & Hammer, and True Car. Thanks for uh, keeping the Thanks, mics guys. on, so to speak. And until next week, stay hungry.